Hello and welcome to Gang That Drink. Oh, it got all over my computer. Uh oh. <laughs> it's fine. A supernatural drinking game podcast. It's Gang That Drink, a supernatural yeah. drinking game podcast. It's what it is. I'm pouring, which is why it's like I hope you. And can I'm hear that. I'm simultaneously sipping and then cleaning uh <laughs> spray beer spray off of my computer last time it got all over my microphone this time it got all over your computer we're just uh we're living on the edge heck yeah we're living on the edge living on the edge uh yeah we we uh, this show we like to take uh, our favorite show which is supernatural uh and it all its glory and amazingness and we try to curate the perfect drinking game for all our favorite episodes, at least that we're doing right now, uh, and yep. give it to you, the listener, to partake in said drinking games while watching Supernatural uh, uh, along with yourself. So, yeah, that's what we're all about. We're going to recap the episode for you, too, so you don't need to worry about it if you can't uh, take the time out to pause and watch and play along or whatever. If you just don't have time to watch the episode and play along, we're going to recap the episode for you so you can drink along with us as we tell you what happens in the episode. And yes, I promise that this episode in my recap, I have marked much better where all the drinking points are. So hopefully Uh that is true for this episode. No promises in the future, but we will try. We always try. We don't always succeed. No. Uh, But yeah, so uh, today, Chrissy. Well, wait, who are you? Oh, I forgot. Who who are you? Who am I? I'm not Jean Valjean 24601. No. I, uh, I'm Nate McWhorter of the Neighborhood Comedy Theater, uh, a performer and, and teacher and all sorts of stuff uh, at the Neighborhood Comedy Theater in downtown Mesa, Arizona. Chrissy, who are you? I'm Chrissy Lenz, also of the Neighborhood Comedy Theater in downtown Mesa, Arizona. That's who we are. That's what we do. Uh, other than drink and watch Jensen Ackles Super and Jared natural. Padalecki solve monster mysteries. Uh, yes. Yeah. And sometimes it's a it's a Brothers Light episode. You know, when they do this on Doctor Who, they call it a Doctor Light episode. So oh. I think it's a Light episode that we're doing. A Brothers uh, tonight. Light episode. I, yeah. Yes. Uh, which is which gets into one of our rules uh, of the episode. Um, so, uh, yeah, well, I didn't know that they could call it Doctor Light Dr. Light yes, sounds like some of the a best Doctor Who uh, episodes are Dr. Light. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like the is that the like Kroger brand uh, diet Dr. Pepper Dr. Light. Yep, Dr. Uh, Light. It's a it's a watered down doctor. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of of Dr. Light episodes that would have been. Uh, so the one with the weeping angels, the one with the absorbable oh, yeah. off. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I think um, I got some more that are kind of popping in my brain now. Well, join yeah. us on uh, the our Doctor Who drinking podcast whenever we get that started up. Yeah, uh, that's next. <laughs> find out all about that. But this is Supernatural, and Chrissy, today's episode is my episode, 
And for that, uh, I have chosen a classic Halloween episode back in season eight, episode four. The episode title is Bitten. 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 Yes. So uh, this is an awesome, excellent episode. I really, I enjoy it. There's some things I don't enjoy about it. We'll get into it. Uh, But here are our drinking game rules. Our first rule. Lay it on me. Our first rule is toxic masculinity. Now, at the uh, when I talked about this rule at the end of our last episode in prep for this one, I did say this was going to be a very subjective rule. Uh, right. Because I, I, I think the whole episode could just be titled toxic masculinity. But, uh, yes, uh, it should be <laughs> titled Fra- Fragile Egoed Boy. Yes, is really what it, yeah, college, freshman, can't stand, uh life uh that's what it could be called but it's not called that it's called bitten and we're gonna play toxic masculinity as a rule uh to your best like whenever you feel just kind of like gross that's like a gross guy thing just take a take a drink uh uh, we're playing a rule called look it's the boys as we mentioned the boys are not in this episode a whole lot it's boys light so anytime we see the boys we're taking a drink yeah Uh, Take a drink for a mirror shot anytime someone is. Uh, so this episode, just I guess, we'll, I mean, obviously we'll get into it, but it's very much uh, a first person um, like uh, Blair Witch paranormal activity. It's like doc- a found footage. Found yeah. footage. Yes, that's that's. Thank you. That's the phrase I was looking for. Found footage, um, which then, yeah, I have, <laughs> I have one. I have one qualm. We'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> there's one bit of footage that I'm like, how'd they find this? How did, how did she put this together? There's no possible way. Um, and the next rule that we have, so yeah, we demure shot, then kissing anytime people are smooching. So much smoochies. There's a lot of smooching in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anytime someone references the movie, like the movie that they're making kind of or whatever. Uh, again, it's found mm-hmm. footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime we got some broken furniture, taking a drink. Love that rule. Any, uh, yeah, it's a classic. And we don't, you know, like, I feel like it's one that we're always like, oh, yeah, there's, but, and there doesn't happen as often as you think. But this episode, it happens. It happens a lot. Uh, and then uh, someone dies. We're taking a drink if someone dies. So I was a little worried at the beginning of this when I was rewatching, and I was like, "Does not as many people? Nope, no people die." Uh, and then when the credits roll, when the when like the you know the the credits, not like the end credits, but like the credits that you see on the screen while stuff's going on, we're finishing our drink. Uh, okay, I was confused by that, so you're gonna have to explain to me. Oh. What- Okay. Because I, mean, I was like, I was expecting the movie to have credits. Oh, no, I just mean like the supernatural credits. Like when they, when it's they were like, at the end instead of, at they the were beginning. at the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I kept, I kept rewinding <laughs> it to see if the movie that they made had credits. Nope. No, just and the I credits. Just with, I would have been impressed if, if her character had put together credits scene or credits at the end of the film mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have well, been i thought something. maybe you meant there's a moment where like um they are showing like the clips of all of them in happier times i was like maybe that's right what meant. no no i just uh i enjoy i enjoy an episode where they they run the uh the beginning credits at the end that happens a yeah. few times throughout the show's run and uh i think 
no, Scooby Natural is not one of those. I'm trying to think. I feel like we've done one recently where that happened as well, um, where it's kind of, I think maybe Hell, we did Hell Hazers so long ago. Or not Hell Hazers, Ghost Facers. I think Ghost, Ghost Facers, Facers. Maybe, I, I think is one of those too, where it's like, because you watch Ghost Facers the whole time. And then when you get to the mm-hmm. end and you get like the scene with the boys, then they roll credits. Um, yeah. So uh, that is, those are the rules. Um, I've got a couple other like rules that I kind of wrote down as like, if you want to play these, they're good. Also like nominees. Um, oh, I was going to, I was going to nominate every time Dean says awesome. Yeah. I, so I meant to put that one in there and I forgot. <laughs> Uh, cause yes, awesome would be a great rule to play, especially cause they make fun of him for it in the yeah. episode. And then, uh, any either pop, there's a lot of pop culture references in here, but we play that rule a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could have done specifically Lord of the flies references, uh, yeah. quite a few times. So, uh, yeah, that, uh, those are like optional rules. If you really feel froggy and up for it, uh, awesome is a good one. I did not mark the awesomes, but definitely I didn't either. because they make fun of it. And I'm sure, he says it in nearly every scene he's in <laughs> and especially the one at the end. It's so good. So uh, are you ready to get into bitten? I'm ready for bitten. I'm ready to get bitten and be bitten. All right, let's do this. There is no then sequence uh, for this episode. The only thing we really uh, kind of get a glimpse into is that Dean has been gone for a year because he's been in purgatory following mm-hmm. season seven's bout with the Leviathans. So uh, that's where we're at in the supernatural timeline. Uh, we see the boys have walked into, which, by the way, that's our first. I know that it's technically we're not like into the the movie within the movie yet, but look, I it's the boys. It. Yeah, look, it's the boys. So uh, the boys they walk into a, a very bloody scene with a cool old school like iPod on a dock sound speaker, like it's not Bluetooth. Like you had to just like plug it. it yeah. It reminded me of fond times uh, when mm-hmm. they take off the song. The song is playing is like, what's been going on with you lately? Which is like perfect for this episode. So the boys walk in. There's a couple bloody bodies. They got no idea who these bodies are. And they're they, there's blood all over the walls. They're very kind of just like taken aback. They got no clue what's going on. And then they look over and they notice... Uh, on the laptop, there is a sticky note that says, play me. And so, of course, what do they do? They go over, they press play, and we get Supernatural title card. Yeah, which I guess, like, the very beginning of the movie is like, none of this should have ever happened or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. is, our, is Kate saying that. So uh, we start the movie within the, within the show, and we have these couple of college-aged guys hanging out at a cafe playing around with their camera or whatever uh and they're like using it to kind of kind of shoot some they're 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 creeping on some girls across the the way a table of girls Mm -hmm. and uh so so i went ahead and marked a little toxic masculinity just for that we got a camera we gotta we gotta shoot the girls with it uh why not let's be creeps so the uh, the boys are messing around, and then they're focused. They kind of zoom in on one that's this blonde girl, and she's like, "Oh, there goes those guys are creeping on me." And she comes over and kind of like outs them a little bit of like, "What are you weirdos doing?" But of course, one of them is one of them is uh, uh, one of the boys, Brian, uh, who 
I definitely pulled up actors' names for this episode so I could shout them out. Brian, played by Lee Parker, uh, is uh, kind of the nerdier guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you have Michael, Michael, who is the who is the jockey. He's not necessarily a jock, but he's definitely like built uh, and 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 very easy on the eyes and like traditionally good looking. Anyway, uh, played by Brandon Jones. Um, and then uh, we will get to meet Kate, who is played by Britt Sheridan. And Kate also, I believe, back in our supernatural universe uh eventually mm-hmm. but we'll get to that so uh we have the they're they're creeping on kate kate comes over she starts flirting with mike because she's like i like a guy with a good camera and like of course she knew it was this other guy's camera he's the president of the av club uh but she doesn't care about the camera she cared about the guy behind the camera well, that doesn't matter to that nerdy yeah. dude so uh yeah they're creeping on. Uh, that's some toxic masculinity. The the Michael and Kate they start hooking up. Basically, we we get a like a little scene of them with again. This guy's like creepily always recording. Like, why do you record everything? But uh, you know what? That's what people do these days. Um, and uh, so then after we see like, oh, they they got together for the night or whatever. It feels like the next day we're back at the cafe. Uh, or whatever, maybe like a couple a week later or whatever. We're back at the cafe, we're still still yeah, cameras always passed. in the hand. Yeah, time has definitely passed. Uh, and and Brian is like, you know that Mike knows nothing about cameras, right? And she's like, yeah, I'm teaching him. Like you freaking weirdo. Uh, and then that's where uh, Mike comes in. We get a little smooch. That's our first kiss of the episode. Is Take in there? Yep, taking a drink. We cut back to like the house that I guess like all three of them share now. Like that was it seems all this seemed to move real quick. The Kate and yeah. Michael situation. Obviously, time has passed, but it seems like it makes it all seem like it happens real quick. Um, and uh, this is where we get the uh, the where will you, where do you think you're gonna where do you see yourself in five years? Which is a very silly question. That I I was have you ever been asked that in a job interview, Chrissy? No. I have been asked that in a job interview. Yeah. It's a very silly question. I was asked for it in a job interview uh, for an internship. Oh. Like right out of college. Like where do you see, see yourself in five years? I was like, I, I I, only know. Like I'm applying for a job for six months. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's not even a real job. Uh, yeah. I think I gave the answer of whatever I'm doing, I hope it's something that has a good impact on my community. That's what I said, I believe. That's a good answer. That's a really good that answer. I would hire literally you. Literally was the response from the person <laughs> who interviewed me was that's a really good answer. I'm like, look, I can yeah. BS with the best of them. That's, Heck yeah. That's what I can do. That internship. <laughs> that's that answer will stay the same forever as long as I am asked it. Um so yep. uh yeah, so we get we get this like whole like where we that's also we get some more smooching in this scene so take another drink more drinks more drinks i thought about claiming michael's uh desire to just be on a boat in the ocean with his girl by his his toxic masculinity but you know you can have dreams that could be any that could be a woman's dream that seems kind of mellow yeah (laughs) yeah yeah 
I wasn't like toxic or anything, but it did. Part of me was like, really, anyway. Um, then, um, so we see them in class, then uh, in a lecture hall, and Brian is recording the lecture, and he's like zooming in on the lapel of this professor, which is going to be pretty important later on. They really telegraph a lot sleeping. of stuff. Michael is sleeping. Yeah, Michael's dead asleep. We get them like after the class, and he's like, "Duh, did you record the? Did you record it for me?" And he's like, "You know, I did." I also want to know why this is very obviously college, because right. like Dean refers later on to like, "Oh, come for the human heart, stay for the coeds." As far as the werewolf goes, and then like, uh, they're like, "Oh, hit the dorms." So it's very obviously college, and these kids seem like they're college age. Who reads Lord of the Flies in college? Yeah, that's a very high school book. That's like a freshman high school book. That's like that's like early. I read it in like either elementary or middle school. I read that book. Who's, yeah, I'm pretty who, sure Rocket did it in seventh grade. Yeah, what teacher? What college professor? That that guy should have been fired for teaching Lord of the Flies to college kids. <laughs> I thought it was very yeah. strange. Uh, I thought that was guess- strange too. They really kind of just try to jam that metaphor or that that analogy into this episode, and I that's why I feel like maybe it could have been a really like, good drinking rule. <laughs> maybe it was a film class. Is there a Lord of the Flies movie? Maybe they were talking about the movie. Oh, maybe. Oh, it could be. That's a stretch. That is a stretch, but I but I buy it. I'll buy it. I'm buying. It okay. felt like an English 101 class to me. But it did. I'll, I'll, it really buy the, did. I'll buy the, it's a movie class that they're talking about. Lord of the Fries. Lord of the Fries. Mm. Uh, yeah. So we get this like kind of beef with this bully after class. This guy comes by and like knocks him down, like bumps into them, knocks Brian down. And Mike's like, hey, watch it, man. So I, I marked that all as some toxic masculinity. The whole just like we all gotta act tough, be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Dudes, even like that's where like again, like you go from this scene of like Lord of the Flies to then these guys acting very much like high schoolers, and it's like, are they in like at the beginning you're still I was still kinda unsure. Um if they but were that lecture hall, that's a big old class for a high school. Like that has to be it has to be college. So, uh, yeah, we we get this little beef with this guy who we're going to then, like, see a little bit later on. Uh, and then the next scene is them, like, coming, they're coming back to the house or whatever. And then there's, like, all these, this police and everything. And this is where, look, it's the boys. Uh, it's because the boys. There's, there's been a, a murder. Murder. A creepy heart removal murder. Yes, the heart removed. I counted this as someone dies, even though we didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think it counts. So we got someone dies, and we got, look, it's the boys. So we're taking drinks there. Uh, They're like, like, oh, my gosh, someone's been someone's been murdered. And, like, Kate's like, I can't believe you don't really care about this, Brian. That's kind of weird. Um we get the scene back in the house and, and Mike puts on some music and he's like, Hey babe, do you like this? And she's like, yeah, what is it? He's like, it's the song that's playing when we met. And then they so there's like a couple kisses. I think there's like two kisses in that whole scene where they're all just like still hanging out. I wouldn't hang out 
with someone who ca- who held a camera all the time. Also, in order to be shooting as constantly as they were, the the house there had to have been a corner of just battery packs. Yeah. And like, and either like I'm maybe SD cards, but like we're really kind of like on the. I guess we're yeah we're mostly into SD card territory at this time, so uh, not a lot of tapes or anything you got to worry about. But battery packs out the yin yang in this house. There has to be. Well, um, and also it's weird that they were all doing it. They were all responsible for filming the movie. It's not like one of them had the camera. The movie that had no clear like, and him and and yeah. The, the, and I I almost made one of the rules anytime there's a shot of someone holding a camera. But like, that it's like too much. all the yeah. time. <laughs> it's it's the whole thing. Yeah, it's almost the whole thing. But I really wanted to do it because I thought it was fascinating how often there was just like two cameras with a camera every in their hand. Scene. Yeah. So filming these lame moments that have no bearing on anything. Right. Like oh man okay i'll get into my i'll have a small rant about her putting this whole thing together at the end that there's no way she could have done it but uh, (laughs) i guess she's a werewolf so she has super powers and one of those powers must be the power to edit faster than anyone on earth um yep so so. (laughs) well i got the impression that he was sort of editing it as they went because they would show him like editing footage so and she does say uh she finished his movie so i think he was kind of editing it a little bit as they went then kudos to mr brian for the whole time along making himself seem like the villain in the editing yeah because it very much portrays him (laughs) when it's edited as being a bad guy which i don't think he would have done uh but yeah no i i think i think you're right spot on them with that one um so they, uh, boop, 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 The boy, the two, the two rapscallions, that'd be Michael and Brian, they, after this little power of the house, they're going to go shoot some stuff. And, like, Kate's like, you guys are just going to go shoot, like, jackass outtakes or whatever. Like, okay. So they're, like, just futzing around in, like, a tree. And Brian's, yeah. like, hanging upside down. And, like, it feels cool. Um, and that's when, look, it's the boys. Look at the uh, boys. And they see the boys and the boys are like kind of still stumped. They don't really get like a whole ton of info out of this encounter. Uh, but it's mostly just like, oh, yep, there are those guys. And then uh, uh, they go and they're like, then creeping on the bully from earlier. The guy, not bully. I don't want to put yeah, that on this guy. He, he, maybe he's aggressive. He like ran into these guys earlier, but who knows if it's a constant bullying situation. Um, Well, he's being really handsy with the girl who's saying no, no, no. So I, yeah. So I had that as toxic masculinity for sure. Like jerks got like kind of like getting real too, too aggressive with his makeout friend, but that's some kissing and some toxic masculinity. Back to back. And also, you kind of talk to masculinity of uh, boys creepily shooting people kissing from the bushes uh, <laughs> is also pretty. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, just weird and gross. I don't think anyone would do that. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, spying on them. And then he, like, they, like, kick some trash. And all of a sudden, he 
Scott's like, Scott's the bully guy. And, he, and he's like, what do you guys do? Oh, I'm going to come get you. And he chases him into the woods. And uh, we stay with, we stay with Michael. The camera stays with Michael. Michael kind of like runs out there. And then all of a sudden he's like hearing some rustling or whatever. And he's, and then he, he gets straight up taken, taken and bit. Yeah. So that's the Blair Witch moment is when he's filming his own face with the light and the mm-hmm. camera in his own face. Like that's mm-hmm. a very Blair Witch reference shot. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I will also say before I forget this point, um, I just rewatched, I've been rewatching X-Files and I just rewatched the X-Files cops episode Mm-hmm. Where they did X Files like cops, and for like yeah. the first half of that episode, they think it's a werewolf. So uh, very much like I, they even make X Files reference in this episode and everything, but like it had yeah. very similar vibes to this episode of Supernatural. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was watching it. I mean, like I watched that episode of X Files years and years and years ago, and I, and then yeah, and it came on. I was like, this is almost like like the first half of it's almost identical to Supernatural. <laughs> To, to this episode, it's crazy. Um, so well, it's all we, Kim Manners, right? Well, exactly. That's why I was like, uh, you. It's actually been really cool to sit and watch X Files after watch it again after having watched Supernatural, because you see so many things that you're like, oh wow, they do this in Supernatural. She, oh, she brings this to Supernatural. Oh, like look at mm-hmm. like, they just. Uh, which is why it's also one of my favorite rules that we play sometimes. Um, where am I? Yeah. So uh, Michael gets bit. Now he's bit and, and he gets taken, he gets bit and they take him back to the house and they're all freaking out. Kate's freaking out. She's got 911 on the phone. They get his, the clothes around his wound off and the bite has healed. It's gone. She's like, did you guys just punk? Did she, I don't know if she said punk. I, I think, think she does. Did you guys just does, punk me? You guys just punk me? That was a great reference. Um, so, uh, yeah, everything seems to be fine until then the next day when, um, yeah. it's he, uh, like, he pulls a door off a hinge. Yeah, he's just like kind of like zombie around the house and pulls a door off the hinge. And then it's like, oh, he's super strong now. Uh, and... That's where we get some, we get more, another kiss uh, in this moment when he's like playing around with Kate or whatever. And then Brian starts setting up his like paranormal activity setup where he like puts cameras in the corners of the rooms and stuff. And then he also then tries to proposition Mike to bite him. I want to do what you do, he says. Uh, so I mark that as toxic masculinity, just the like pure envy of strength and uh, power and like mm-hmm. desire for for power, even no matter what consequences it may come. So I put that down as some toxically masculine stuff. Perhaps, uh, perhaps the most toxic of all the masculinity. Absolutely. It's, it's the, the absolute through line of this episode. He, he specifically and, says that he wants to get ass. Yes, yeah, he does say that line, and that's what just makes it like, ugh, gosh, dude. Maybe if you stopped focusing on how you don't get ass and just lived the ass. Maybe he didn't refer to it as getting ass. Yeah, that too. Exactly. That's also that. You know, there's some things you could work on. 
uh, as a yeah. human being. <laughs> so we could do some improvement. Uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely could use some. The boys come around. Look, it's the boys. Uh, Look, it's the boys. We, we gotta hide the bong because it's the FBI. They still think they're FBI, and uh, the boys come around. They ask a few questions everyone's mom on it and then they kind of like spy on them through the camera afterwards and they're like oh this could be another mayan god and then mike is like i am a golden god i think i marked that as toxic masculinity too uh, thinking oh, you're really? a god i don't know um so this is when you get the mirror shot, though. He goes yes, and looks then, in the mirror. Then you get the mirror shot. So the next the next scene is then uh, Mike gets out of bed. He goes to the bathroom. He gets the mirror. He goes to the mirror. And uh, this is when he, like, starts growing some fangs. His eyes change. The nails grow out. He's, like, oh, kind of freaking out. He punches the mirror. So we get a good mirror shot. Um, and then he, he goes and, like, looks for, you know, like, tears through the fridge. He's eating everything in sight can't like can't ever satiate his appetite nope there's nothing the next... that can cure what hungers him no well there is one thing he just doesn't one know what it is yet. he's gonna find out here in a bit so uh the next cut this is what this is the part that i i really look maybe they were editing the whole time and they had this movie together and all this how did they get this footage right uh, exactly this footage is from completely different people. Why do they have cameras? Are they also into the AV club or whatever? Like is that how they know it? Everyone knows each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm wondering, maybe, possibly, uh, how'd they get this footage? How'd they get this footage? How? It's, I want to know. The, it's the hole. It's the biggest hole in this whole episode is how this footage gets found. So the footage is, of course, uh, it's it's these um, it's, it's Scott, Scott who we met earlier, and then some of his friends, and they're like they got bats. They're like straight trying to like knee and a in hockey this. stick and, and a like hockey a stick because they're going to take out the thing that murdered Carter, or whatever the nameless neighbor character that was killed earlier. Uh, that you know we're going to protect these streets for you fine honeys so i got i got some toxic masculinity there um yep. with with those guys and the whole thing then they see mike who's just like coming back from the grocery store with like a bunch of stuff and they're like hey you and he's like not tonight not not the night guys well they think it's the night and they chase him uh and then the kind of like last thing we see from this guy's camera is mike like roaring and jumping on top of him mm-hmm. uh one dies poor scott we hardly poor knew scott. you yeah um, we knew we you just knew we knew you, you as, as a, a toxic jerk <laughs> jerk bully but yeah. not even that much not again who knows maybe scott has his own things going on and like maybe he's just having a bad couple days but he also was kissing the girl way too aggressive yeah anyway I'm on me. I'm not apologizing for Scott. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, bo- 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 sorry, my handwriting is so hard to read sometimes. Oh, you got bad penmanship. I have very bad penmanship. Uh, so he kills Scott. Then he comes Brian home all bloody. Kate, yeah, comes home all bloody. Brian and Kate are like, we get this great moment. I love, I love this. This is probably my favorite like camera action of the whole 
episode is the oh my god and like flips like he's like moving the camera side to side and he flips it back for the god part and there's mike like all bloody and then the next cut is like him in the shower they're like hey you want to say what happened he's like i killed scott (laughs) i think i killed scott he started talking about you i saw red uh i think i killed him he definitely knows he killed him Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so that's you know now everyone's a little bit worried because in that conversation before mike walked in brian was like are you scared of him at all are you you know kate are you scared of this guy and uh i don't know but she's not she she is she's taking it all very much in stride like she is she's taking it all with a grain of salt she is she's not shocked or frightened by anything that michael does and Not she says, like, you've never been in love, but it's like, uh, I have. And if he came home with a bloody mouth <laughs> saying he killed someone, I'd be a little uh, preterbed. I'd be I'd have a question or two. But if you were in love at 19, Chrissy. I was in love at 19. <laughs> and I, still, I, I, I guarantee I would have had some questions. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh... Uh, disturbing moment so uh, uh, we get to this is when then the first kind of scuffle happens yeah yeah between well not not yet yet I don't think Uh, because first they go spy on the boys yeah she goes to the she goes to she goes with a camera to the crime scene Yes, she goes to the camera of the crime scene to to see what's up with the boys and or to see what's like what's going on, what they're finding. So look, it's the boys. Um, look at the boys. And this is where I, I think Brian goes too because he he learned basically learned that the victim's heart was eaten. So then they're like, "Did you eat a guy's heart? Like what?" Is, and she's like, "It was probably self defense." And he's like, "Self defense? He ate a guy's heart. That doesn't sound like self defense." No, it sure uh, doesn't. So Brian's like pushing the issue and Mike punches him like across the room and over a table. So we got broken furniture for the first time. Broken furniture. Take a drink. So while Kate, so Kate then after like this punch, which is very emotionally traumatic for Brian or for Mike, she's like consoling Mike and Brian is shooting the two of them laying on the couch from like the other room or whatever. But the reason I wrote this down, it's not very important, but we get a mirror shot. Oh, okay. I didn't notice yeah. it. It's like a small mirror shot. He like kind of shoots himself in a mirror behind them or whatever, right at the end of the scene. It's very subtle, but it's definitely a mirror shot. Take a drink. Take a drink. Uh, so then Kate and Brian go, or Kate and Michael this time, go to spy on the boys again who are like down at like animal rescue or whatever to see if they because like the boys think that mm-hmm. at this point like it might be a werewolf but the moon's not right so we got to look at the boys uh but look brian boys. brian follows mike and kate uh and so then you get him coming around with the camera i have that as toxic masculinity uh, because yeah. they're like they're like how did you find us he's like i gps on your phones duh so that's why yeah, he's inserting himself into a situation where he's not welcome. Correct. 
Uh, so he's definitely being very toxic in that situation. Uh, but that does not keep them from partnering up with him to spy on the boys some more as they go eat some dinner because D needs to feed the beast, yeah. as he says. And we go to a restaurant. Uh, Mike's the one who walks in with the camera in the bag to spy on the boys. Once again, another very subtle mirror shot. Okay, because, I missed that one too. Yeah, uh, as so he's shooting, he's shooting the boys through the bag or whatever, and then there is a big mirror on the wall behind the boys, and you can see Michael in the mirror. Oh, with his like earpiece okay. in and everything, like yeah, yeah. That I couldn't believe that. I was like, oh dang, that didn't even think I was gonna get that one, and then and there it was. Good eyes, good yeah. eyes. Um. So uh, we get the cool mirror shot. The boys are like digging into the lore and they're like, it turns out if you're an alpha or if you're, you know, bitten by a descendant of the alpha, you can, you don't have to wait for the lunar cycle. You you don't black out when you change. Like you kind of, you're, you're like werewolf light or like werewolf express. You can just like change whenever you want and, and whatever. But a lot of them eat, eat animal hearts to stay under the radar and just satiate somewhat their appetite for human hearts and all this. And did you notice that they found that bit of information in dad's journal? I did. I did not. I would notice they had the big dusty book. It looked like they had two big dusty books to be, but one of them was the journal. One of them was dad's journal. Yeah. So still in season eight, we're referring to dad's journal. Hell yeah. Love it. Even though we're about to get to, to granddad. Yep. (laughs) I'm <laughs> about to get speaking of X-Files. Um, so now Mike is like, oh my God, I'm a werewolf. I got to eat chicken hearts the rest of my life. What the hell? Mm-hmm. This is going to be the worst. Um, yeah. How do you get chicken hearts? You can Where sure do you, you get can them? Buy them? Like probably, you probably got to go to certain stores to get them. Okay. Yeah. If you can so, get it over the counter, then there's nothing to be that fussed about. If you have to kill a chicken every time you need a snack. No, I think I think you can buy. I think it is something that people do cook up. Like well, I know they cook it. up like giblets and chicken feet, but yeah, like, but I don't know hearts. about. Yeah, I don't know. Well, or maybe hearts. I don't know. I know that mm-hmm. in a lot of cultures, eating the organ meat is considered, uh, you know, really normal and positive. So mm-hmm. maybe I'm being uh, culturally insensitive. Well, I think, like I said, yeah, I, I don't know for sure, but I can, I imagine you'd, if you went to a certain store, you could probably buy some chicken hearts. I feel okay. like you'd have All right. Have well, then what are you complaining about? Just find right. the, right. find the right resource and you're good to go. Well, Brian decides he's going to take, he, he takes this information about the alphas and everything. And he's like reviewing footage from Mike's attack when he notices the lapel from the professor that we saw earlier, the lapel pin and pretty like distinct insignia or whatever. So yeah, it's Brian, like an alpha Omega or something mm-hmm, like that. Yeah. So Brian takes it into it, takes matters into his own hands and he goes to this professor's office and he's basically puts a camera in his face, puts a camera up in the corner and he doesn't know about it and puts one in his face and he's like, I know what you are. And he then is trying to convince the professor to bite him, to turn him in to a werewolf. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have this whole scene down, the whole interaction of him and the professor down as toxic masculinity. Plus, there's actually another subtle mirror shot in this scene. I don't know how subtle it is. I noticed it. I noticed it. I noticed that one. Yeah, in the bookcase, in the glass yeah. bookcase. It was very subtle. I give myself credit. Yes. So good job. Uh, they they we get the the mirror shot and then. Um, the, we kind of are like at this point cutting between that office, the scene in the office with the professor and then cutting back to Brian with Kate and Mike saying like, you know, I already took, I already took care of everything. Look at me. I, I can do it. You know what you can do now. I, he had, I had him bite me. Um, and they're like, how could you do this, Brian? How could you like, He's like, you have no idea what's in, what this thing is inside of me that like how I'm feeling all this stuff like what, like you idiot. And he's like, why? I just wanted to be I just want to be just like you. And now, like, I can be. Besides, I saved your life. Uh, keep presence play. And we find the boys or the next, you know, after the professor, like Brian leaves or whatever. And uh, professor throws some chairs around. He's starting. He finds yeah, the camera. He's breaking that furniture. Breaking it. Oh, all the broken furniture. Uh, and then the boys come in and they're like, they take him out. They take him out. Yeah. They get him. They do. And, and when he dies, he says, thank you. Yes. So someone dies. Someone dies. Um, that's, yeah. And that sucks. It sucks for that professor. He did, he did so good. And in his whole confession, he was like, I moved here 10 years ago. I I did kill someone then, but like, I've been really good ever since. And then like, I fell off the wagon and ate that guy's heart last week. And, and then I needed a Patsy. Like he does the whole like James Bond villain kind of thing. I mean, they both, and Brian kind of combo it. So, um, then we get back to, yeah. After the boys kill the professor, we're back with Brian, Kate and Mike. And this is, this is like, to me, the grossest of all the gross, mass toxically masculine lines in the whole freaking episode where he's like i did it to protect you i did what he couldn't do because he's not man enough but i love you he says that after he says that after he kills michael anyway Um, yeah kills michael yeah so we have a fight they have a fight they fight it out uh and he kills michael so much furniture lots of broken furniture um What's SD again? Uh, oh yeah, and then and then yeah. So Brian kills Michael, stabs him with an, uh, a silver knife, and, and Michael dies. And, and Kate's really upset about it. And then of course, like Brian and his stupid, broken, dumb boy brain is like, oh, "I did it because I love you. Wait till you're a werewolf, you'll see." And she's like, "No, if you, I don't want to do this. I don't want that to be my life. It looks miserable. You, like this has ruined everything." And he's like, but come on. And he, of course, then like basically attacks her. He bites her. Uh, yeah. She goes into the bathroom. We get a mirror shot. She's mirror crying. Shot. She's concerned. Uh, these wounds are taking quicker and quicker to heal because <laughs> she heals like pretty much instantly after. She just she heals that she like breaks a bunch of furniture in the bathroom. So we got like the I got more broken furniture the sink, in the yeah. bathroom, the sink and the shower and everything. The shower door. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, then she's like, okay, Brian, I see it now. I'm ready. 
and she opens the door and he's like yeah really you think and of course not she freaking kills him uh, yep. <laughs> so another someone she kills him so bloody like she just is just like slashing him to ribbons and like casting his blood all over the walls like the How place is covered not? in blood I would, be, I would be very mad at that guy at that point uh, for yeah. so many things so uh, she kills Brian then we get like the little montage that she puts together at the end of their movie about you know them all saying where they want to be in five years which includes a kiss it does we uh, cut back to the boys look it's the boys Look at the also, boys. we had a, we had a look. I don't. I forgot to say the look at the boys for the professor, but uh, yeah, when they kill him. But look at the boys. Look at the boys. Um, and uh, we get back to the 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 boys, and they're uh, just like, okay, well, now this whole bloody house and bodies, everything makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, Which, like, how have, long do they sit there in that house full of bloody dead people watching that movie? Like, 45 minutes? Is it I real have to time imagine. Thing? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> did we see the whole thing? Did we get an edited, edited version of it? Yeah. I have no idea. But not just the fact that she edits it in record time and finishes it in record time, I feel like, and also somehow got that footage from the dead guy. Did they loot his body? I don't know. I think it's just something we're not meant did to question. Brian, or did Mike take the camera from him and take it back to... No, because he walks in and he doesn't have a camera in his hand. <sighs> I guess we'll never know. Um, we'll never know. So we get this good moment, this good moment, which comes... Like, we're in season eight, right? We've battled so many things. We just went through Leviathan. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're really delve, going to delve, especially going into the alpha season, into team free will yeah. versus team fate, destiny. What is it? Um, yeah, team fate. Team fate, fate. There's, there's team free will. So we get this, this moment of growth. I really love this moment. I think this is an important moment for the show in general. When Sam is like, "All right, she's got what a day's head start. We can go. We can go get her." And Dean's like, "Eh, she hasn't killed any humans." And like, this where we, and, and this is this is what comes obviously out of um, Dean being in purgatory and being with Benny. Right? Is like maybe not all bads are bad. Yeah. Maybe not all monsters are bad. You know, maybe just because I am bad guy does not mean I'm bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to there quote are shades Wicker of gray. <laughs> yeah, let's always quote, always quote Wecker Valve. <laughs> you get a chance. So uh, I really think it's an important moment for Dean. I really think it's an important moment for the show to mm-hmm. um, really start kind of having this notion of like, all right, we've obvi- we've been working with some bads the whole way along. Your Crowleys and your Megs and your Rubies and. Uh, everybody like that. So, like, we really got to stop having this. Our one of our two main characters be so hardlined that every bad, everything that goes bump in the night must be terminated. Yeah. Um, and so we get that moment here where he's like, "Man, eh, she pops up. She pops up." Which, of course, she pops up. We we get that. I don't remember, and of course, I don't do very good research, so I don't know what episode she comes back uh, in. I have it here. It's in season ten. Yeah, I was gonna say it's at least a couple seasons later. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, season ten. 
she comes back in season 10 um and and brit sheridan killing it just absolutely killing it uh doing a great job and that's the episode that's bitten the boys are just like well can't get them all can't win them all. Can't win them all. Let's go get a bigger Sinsberger. Nope, not a bigger Sinsberger. Yeah, that no, Can't that was last season. <laughs> all right, great job. Yeah, so how did the rules play out, Chrissy? Okay, so I think my counts are going to be way, way off because I realized a lot during this episode that I really like fell into watching it because this isn't one that I've seen a million times. This is definitely one that I have like seen once and forgotten about so i like really got absorbed into the episode even though i watched it twice mm-hmm. i feel like my counts are going to be a bit off my so like i will legit my first watch through i forgot to even like write down rules i got so into yeah. it and yeah. then i was like crap like i was like saying them as i went along but i didn't write them out so then i wrote them all and i watched it again wrote down the rules and everything and and then the third time i literally i really did have to sit very and like pay attention because i was like i came up with some rules that you really kind of got to watch for it yeah you do um and again the first it it is so how many how many uh instances occurrences of toxic masculinity did you tally up i just rounded it to 10 Okay, I got 12, so yeah. Okay. I think right in that ballpark. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, how many? Look, it's the boys. I got seven. I got eight. Okay. Um, so maybe I can count that very first one. Maybe not. Uh, how many mirror shots? Okay, I got four. Okay, I got five. Okay, and I know that I missed that one that you talked about in the diner. Not in the diner. You got that one. You met. You missed the. Uh, or no, no, yeah, that was. You got the one in the professor. The diner. Oh, and then I the got, kissing. I got the one in the shelf. The one in the bookshelf. Sh- yeah, you got the one in the bookshelf. I, I missed the one in the was, diner. Then there was the two. The both both Kate and Mike in their respective mirror shots, and then there was the diner, the bookshelf, and then the um, when they're on the couch and. Brian shooting it from a distance and mm-hmm. gets himself in the mirror. All right. Uh, how many, how many smooches did you count at? Seven. I got seven as well. Yay. That's the one I was worried about. I was like, Ooh. not sure I was getting all the kissing. Uh, I only got uh, two references to the movie. I got four. Oh, okay. See, so you got some of that. I think I definitely probably missed a couple there. Uh, obviously, I only I got four broken furnitures. I got seven. Dang! Yeah, see, this is one you really got to pay I was, attention. I was counting individual pieces of furniture. Oh, I think I was just counting like times furniture. Oh, they broke furniture. They broke furniture. I was yeah. like, nope. There's a chair. There's a door. <laughs> I like it. That's a better way to play it. Yeah. Uh, someone dies five times. Five. You have the guy at the beginning. Okay. Right? That we don't see. He's off camera. We have Scott. Scott. The professor. Professor. Mike and Brian. Michael. Michael and Brian. You're right. I got four, but you're right. The professor is an easy one to miss. 
Yeah, I think you're right. I missed uh, that one for sure. And then, of course, we finish our finish our drink at the when they roll the credits at the end when the movie's over and the boys are talking. That's when all the credits yeah. roll, and we actually get like Jensen Ackles pops up like as uh, uh, Kate is like getting out of a truck off the side of the road. And this we, was a really we, good game you put together. Thanks. Yeah, I was really hoping it would it would do well, and obviously, like. It kind of gave myself a good one with toxic masculinity because it's the whole episode. But I really, I don't know how I feel. I I like this episode. I like the concept of this episode. I love doing a found footage thing, right? Like by this point, season eight, I feel like we've gone through a lot of the genre work, especially within the horror genre, um, mm-hmm. the sci-fi mm-hmm. genre of of stuff. And so I feel like doing a found footage makes sense. It's yeah. right at the height of paranormal activity. So, like, people are... We like, need a boy's light episode. A boy's light episode, right. Give Jensen and Jared a, a break for a little bit. Hire these... A really solid job by the three kids, uh, uh, at just acting-wise and everything. Um, and, yeah, it was it was fun. It was, I don't want to say, I don't know if fun is the right word. It was good. I liked a lot of the things they did. I... I just wish if they could remake it, I wish they would just do it with like different characters or like have a different subplot that wasn't this just mm. wimpy guy always trying. And then to like shove and then shoving the Lord of the Flies thing in there. I think it's just could have done with all that without all that. Like, I think they were trying to like make it seem like the movie Chronicle. OK. I'm have you seen familiar. that? I'm not familiar with this movie now. So it's a found footage movie where uh, a group of uh, kids find like, I don't remember if it's a media, some sort of alien something that gives them all powers. Mm -hmm. And one of them is like a film nerd. Michael B. Jordan's in it. And oh, okay, I'm remembering like the preview for this movie now. Yeah, I believe. And then the nerdy kid becomes a villain. Yes. Yeah. Through through his toxic masculinity, he becomes a villain. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm remembering. That. I don't know if I ever saw it, but I I definitely know I didn't see it. But I I remember the preview. It's pretty good. I recommend it. Okay, I'll check it out. All right. So, what's after bitten? Is the question on our hands now? That is the question. We're going to we're going to go backwards again to season four. Okay. Season four, episode 17, It's a Terrible Life. (laughs) Are you ready for the rules for season four, episode 17, It's a Terrible Life? Yes. All right. Sam's dreams. We're talking about them or we're seeing them. If we're anywhere dealing with Sam's dreams, take a drink. Copiers and sharpeners, take a drink. (laughs) Copier, copier, sharpener, take a drink. If someone dies, take a drink. If we get ghost breath, Mm. take a drink. Take a drink if we're going to room 1444. 
We're playing the Sammy rule. Sammy. Sammy. If anyone calls Sam Sammy, you have to go Sammy and take a drink. And then finally, take a shot or double your drink when we see the ghost facers. Ghost facers. Ghost. Ghost faces. And those are the the rules. The kitchen is hot. For season four, episode 17, It's a Terrible Life. Awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, it's um it's a it's a quirky episode. Well, it's got ghost facers in it, so it's got ghost facers in it. It's a it's a quirky one. It's a it's I don't know what you're gonna think of it. <laughs> well, I'm excited to watch it. I love season four, okay. so yeah. Yeah, season four is rich. Mm-hmm. Rich. There's a lot in We've it. done We've done so many season four episodes. <laughs> we we have, and every time I'm going back looking for one, I'm like, don't don't do it. season four. Don't do season four. We've done so much season four. <laughs> season four is just a great season. Yeah, it's a great season. Never would have okay, gone season five so, without it. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here with us at the end. If you are with us here at the end and you want to find out more about Nate and Chrissy and where you can find us in the real world and online. Uh, visit True Story FM, truestory.fm, and you can uh, go to our Gank That Drank show page and you can find links to everything that Nate and Chrissy are about. Uh, you can find links to my other shows on there, including the most excellent 80s movies podcast and the Cool Time Dice Hour. Uh, you can find links to uh, the Neighborhood Comedy Theater. Uh, you will also find a little portal by which you can become a member. Uh, so if you are a member of the episode of the of the pod, you get the episodes uh, a week early. Ooh, and you get some extra special bonus content, some extra special chit chat with Nate and Chrissy at the end of the episode where we always discuss our lessons learned. And then we just have a little bit a little bit of an extra a little bit of a personal chat. Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, if, you, if you're here with us at the end you want that. Go ahead and do it. And, you know, if, you, if you're not quite ready for that yet, if you're not quite ready to give $5 a month to a podcast you love, then give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Please. Please give us a review. I actually went back we, and read the reviews that are on there now, and we need some more. We need some that more. Are, that are post-pandemic reviews. That's all we're asking for. Yep. Please. We just want a review from this decade. <laughs> uh before, before, oh, sorry, Chrissy. Before we sign oh, off, ahead. I said this off off mic. I said it on mic, but off the record uh, before we started. But I do need to issue the Mia culpa from last episode. Oh, do it. Per the corrections department, I uh, I said that the boys use their agents' names as Rose and Hudson as a reference to Guns and Roses. They did not do that in the episode uh, Mint Condition. That was in this episode. And uh, that's what happens when you record or when you watch two episodes back to back for the back show. Back. And you're drinking is you forget which things happen in which episode. So if anyone out there is in wants to leave a review and be like, this guy said that the agent names were this, but they weren't. Now that can't be a review and you got to leave a good review. Or still leave that review, but give us five stars. Yeah, either way. That's fine. Yeah. If you want to say they don't know what they're talking about, but five stars, do that. That's fine. As long as yeah. five stars. Yeah. And say something nice while you're in there saying something mean. Yeah. Yeah. That helps. <laughs> That's always nice. 
And when you're out there in the world, saving people, hunting things, leaving reviews, keep the most, keep, keep the gank that drank motto in mind. Be excellent to each other and party on dudes. Party on dudes. <laughs>